This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I'm Nora McNerney, and it's going to be okay. I believe that I would have been a great anthropologist if being an anthropologist was still a job option. I was very worried about the future of every job when I was in college. I graduated in 2005, so I do think that makes sense. I was convinced in 2005 that there was nothing left to discover that there was nothing left to invent. I was, at the time, using calling cards to make long-distance phone calls, and I was accessing the internet primarily via an Ethernet cord, so do not look to me as a futurist. Because there is always more to discover about our world, but what brings me a lot of comfort is observing those small moments of humanity. Moments that are so ordinary that the people at the center of those moments might not even realize how special they are. The year was 2021, and my husband and I were in Los Angeles to see one of his favorite bands, The War on Drugs, or as my youngest children call it, Dad Rock. Matthew loves this band. I like this band. I don't love going to shows because I like to be in bed and in a REM cycle before most bands even go on stage, but I went with him because it had been over a year since we'd been to a show and much longer since we'd been anywhere, just the two of us. I was not ready for how wonderful it would feel to walk into a theater again or for how excited everyone in the theater would be to be there and to be with a group of strangers. I am tall, and I am used to standing at the very back of any show because people get so mad at tall people, especially tall women. I'm not trying to block your view. If I'm ever at a show and I'm in front of you and you can't see, I will gladly move myself. I will remove myself. I will go home. So this show is seated, which is my favorite kind of show because if I'm seated, I can look around and really focus in on my fellow concert goers. I saw a lot of couples holding hands, which was sweet. There was a pack of women around my age dressed to absolutely kill, and I wanted to shower them all with compliments. And right ahead of us, there was a group of guy friends who were so thrilled to be together. I was eavesdropping, which I always do, and they had known each other since college, and they don't get together very often, and they had been planning this trip to this concert for months. And I spent the entire show watching them watch the music and sing to each other and throw their arms around each other. And I spent the entire show watching them watch the music, watching them sing together, watching them throw their arms around one another. At one point, when the band played one of their faster songs, everyone stood up. Like everyone, because it's the kind of song where you should 
stand up, or the kind of song that makes you just want to get into an old pickup truck and drive as fast as you can within reason, or even just shimmy a little in your seat. It's a song that makes you want to move. I didn't stand up because I didn't want to block anyone's view. And also, I just didn't want to stand up. But one of the taller friends in front of me noticed that the shortest of their friends was behind a tall person that he could not see. And the tall friend tapped the short friend and grabbed his shoulders and they switched places. This was such a small thing, making sure his friend could see their favorite band, but it was so caring. It was so tender. And Matthew saw me see this moment and said, oh God, you're going to cry about that, aren't you? And yeah, I did. Because when the world feels really, really bad and scary and horrible, those little moments of intimacy and sweetness really are such a comfort. Having a friend who knows that you can't see and wants you to be able to fully observe this band that you both love, that is a big little thing. Watching a small act of love between two strangers who are just trying to have a good time and don't know that there's a creepy woman watching them, that's a pretty okay thing to me. I'm Nora McInerney, and it's going to be okay. And that it, it changes every day. It changes every day. Sometimes it's strange. Sometimes it's sweet. And it's different for all of us all the time. So I want to hear your okay thing. So please call or email us. Our phone number is 612-568-4441. Our email address is igtbo at feelingsand.co. It's Going to Be Okay is a production of Feelings & Co. That is our independent little production company, and this is a little independent podcast. Today's episode was written and recorded by Nora McInerney at McInerney Studios. That's what I call my closet. It was produced by Claire McInerney and Megan Palmer. Our bigger team, the whole dang bench, is Megan Palmer, Claire McInerney, Marcel Malikibu, Jordan Turgeon, Larissa Witcher, Eugene Kidd, and myself. Our theme music is by Secret Audio. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com benefits.